Welcome. You're about to listen to a teaching of the Foursquare Gospel Church, VGC District. At Foursquare, we believe in the transformation of communities through the multiplication of disciples, leaders, churches, and movements. May your hearts be blessed. Who doesn't like to be young? Can I see your hand up? You don't like to be young. Okay. Who likes to be young? You probably want to take 10 years or 15 off your age. Can I see your hands up? Yes. Everybody likes to be young. Because to be young is beautiful. To be young is exciting. To be young is energy. Avi? And you can see that this morning. And that's why some of us like to work with young people. So when you are at home and you are complaining about your teenager, please enjoy them. It's nice to be young. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. Our hearts are filled with joy because we know that even in this generation Z, you are doing a great thing. We are seeing your hands at work. We can see the power of the Holy Spirit. We can see the grace of God, and we are excited. This morning, as we share together, we ask for your presence. We pray that you will help us to see the things that you see. You'd help us to know the things that are dear to your heart. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Praise the Lord. In this month, we have been looking at my God of great deeds. And if I look at our team for the teens week, for the week, it has been blessed. And for me, the greatest thing that God can do for you is that you be blessed. There can be no other thing greater than that. So this morning, I just believe the Lord wants us to round this theme up with this blessed. That has been our team for the one week we have been together. And in this one week that we have been together, God has been so gracious. You see, one of the beautiful things we saw this week, and I'm sure you would, you would just be envious of us, we saw the great outpour of the Holy Spirit. It was wonderful. You know, when you can hear your children, our children being blessed with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, beautiful things happened. And I know that God is bringing them into a blessed life. Into a blessed life. Our first team um, text is Deuteronomy 28, 3 and 6. And verse 6 says, you will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. Then the second team text is taken from Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 11, when Jesus was teaching about those who are blessed. And I just want to read it to us so that maybe you will understand my dilemma when I was considering this team. Now, when Jesus saw the crowd, I'm reading from Matthew chapter 5, 
verse 1 to 11. I'm reading from the NIV version. He says, when Jesus saw the crowd, he went up on a mountain and sat down. Then his disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. So after reading Deuteronomy and then reading this passage, I began to ask myself, then what is the meaning of being blessed? Because from Deuteronomy, it would seem to me that being blessed is when you, when you prosper in the city or in the country. When it talks about the country in this context, it's talking that maybe if you're in the city or you're in the rural area or you're in the village, that's the way it's comparing it. It would seem to me as if I'm blessed when I go out and I come in and all is well with me. But then when I look at what Jesus said about those who are blessed here, and I begin to look at it, people who are thirsty, people who mourn, people who are poor in spirit, people who are merciful, people who are pure in heart, people who are peacemakers, those who are persecuted, those who are insulted. It doesn't sound like being blessed to me. So what does it mean to be blessed? Blessed is a Christian word. Blessed is what you see often in the Bible. And when I looked at it, it said that word blessed is from a Greek word. And that Greek word, makaros, means to be happy. A kind of happiness that is sustained within you. That has nothing to do with what is happening to you externally. I decided to look at the dictionary also. What does it mean to be blessed? And uh, I had the shock of my life. What I was expecting to see is not what I saw. I checked the Oxford Dictionary. And it said, to be blessed means to be holy, consecrated. That's not what I expected to see. I expected to see to be blessed means you, are, you have money, you have cars. Then I checked the second meaning. He said, a favor or a gift bestowed by God. Then I decided on my own. I said, so it means a believer is blessed when you are in an enviable position of receiving God's provision. And the person that readily came to my mind, that readily came to my mind was Abraham. 
when God calls you and you come out and he places you into a position that everything you need, he provides for you. No matter what situation you find yourself, he is with you. Then you can be regarded as somebody who is blessed. So Jesus says, to be blessed means that you would have a spirit from the beatitude that you are poor in spirit. You have a humble spirit. Because it is that spirit that provides the opportunity for you to receive the kingdom of God. If you realize it, that's the very first one he said. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is what? The kingdom of God. Poor in spirit means recognizing a need for God. And that is what ushers you, that gives you the privilege to enter into the kingdom. And that is the entry into blessedness. He goes on to tell us, so then, even if you mourn, what happens to you? You will be what? You will be comforted. Because if you are not in this position of blessedness, like the scripture says, we say we are not like unto others that sorrow what? Unto death. They have no source of comfort. He goes on to tell us, then he brings you into a position of meekness. Because he says when that happens to you, what happens to the meek? He says they will do what? They will inherit the earth. Then every physical possession becomes what? Yours. Just like the Bible tells us in Matthew. Is that how it says? It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all that things with us. Jesus was telling us, what does it mean to be blessed? Then you can inherit the earth. It also tells us, if you hunger and test for righteousness, those are the people that you are blessed. What happens to you? You will be filled. It goes on to say, then those who are blessed are those who are pure in heart. For theirs is what? Kingdom of God. It goes on to tell us, when you are persecuted for righteousness, then you do what? What happens to you? Those are those, those people who God has given the grace that even despite persecution, they are able to stand. Then they have access to the kingdom of God. And I ask myself, why will God want to bless us? Why will he want to bring me into this position that he's talking about? Why? Why will he want to do it? And the first thing that occurs to me is that because God loves me, God loves you. It doesn't matter who you are today, whether you are a believer or you are an unbeliever, God loves you. Because he says what? John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. So this state of blessedness is available to all, whether you are a believer or unbeliever. We'll talk about how you get into it. Because of God's love. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, anybody, you have the privilege to come into it. And also tells those of us who are Christians, he says, see what great love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the children of God. 
And that is actually who we are. So it comes by his love for us. That's why we are blessed. Why? Because God has decided to adopt us into his family. Because God's family is a blessed family. So he takes us and brings us into that blessedness. Because that is what he wants to do. And also why? Because, and this is the most important, because you have willingly given your heart to Jesus. John 1, 12, it says, as many as believed in him, to them what? He gave power. There has to be a willingness. These are the things that bring, brings us into this blessedness. There has to be a willingness on your part to say, I want to enter into this kingdom. There has to be a willingness that we are willing to receive the gift of salvation because that is the entry into blessedness. Second Peter 1, 3 tells us, he says, his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. And how does that power come? That power comes from John 1, 12. What does he say to us? He says, as many as received him, to them he gave power. Very important. To them he gave power. That power is not available to everybody. It's only available to those that receive him. So when he says his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, and you have not received him, that power is not available to you. You cannot receive all it takes to live a blessed life. We need to come by what Jesus said. Jesus said in John, he tells us in John, and I like to, I want to read it because I don't want to quote it. I want to quote it. John 14, 6. He says, I am the way. It's not the truth and the life. No one, my own emphasis, no one comes to the Father except through me. No one. It's not possible. You can't make your own way. You can't determine how you want to come. Jesus says, no one comes to the Father except through me. So if we want to enter into this life of blessedness, Jesus says the only way is to come through me. Then you can have the power. You can have ability to enter into this life of blessedness. And you know, we like to sing about it. For those of us who did Sunday school, we did uh, Teens Church, and we say, Abraham's blessings are mine. Is it not? When you talk about somebody that was blessed in the Bible, the first person that, that you think about is what? Abraham. You see? Abraham. But there was a process Abraham went through. The first process was that God called him. Is it not true? God called him. And God said to him, do what? Leave everything. Leave where you are. 
and Abraham listened to God and he left. That was his process of entering into this blessedness. Maybe you're here this morning, God has been speaking to you. Leave. You know when we define blessedness, we say it's what? Holy consecration. Abi. God is saying, leave. Leave everything and follow me. But you are trying to imagine and work it out with God. Trying to come to a compromise. But God says, leave everything. And that's exactly what Abraham did. And when he was leaving, what did he do? He took his wife. He took his nephew. And they all left. He didn't want to leave anything behind. I want to make him do what? Go back there. He left. He left. And he followed God. And immediately he did that. God began to pronounce that blessing that we all covet today. Immediately he took that step. God began, you know, to pronounce those blessings over his life. And we'll find out, we'll find in Genesis 12, 1 to 5, when God called Abraham, he obeyed, he left with his family, and God told him, I'm going to bless you. Not only will I bless you, I will make you a blessing. Until today, we still enjoy that blessing, is it not? God blessed him and he left. The, the, the second thing we observe in this his movement was that because Abraham was blessed and he carried the blessing of God with him. Is it that he did, did he not face difficult situations? He did. But the blessing always showed up. When he got into an issue with his brother Lot, his nephew Lot, and God had blessed them and they had expanded so much. And then there was a quarrel between his own headsmen and his nephew's headsmen. And he said, okay, let's not quarrel. Let's separate ourselves. It's amazing what he said to his nephew. He was older, is he not? But he said to his nephew, choose anyway. Just choose. If you go to the left, I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I will go to the left. Does it mean that what was on the right and what was on the left were the same thing? No. Why didn't he matter to Abraham? Why didn't he matter to him? Because he knew that the blessing doesn't have anything to do with the external thing. The blessing was within. And wherever he went, the blessing will manifest. So he told his brother, choose. And of course, his, his nephew saw what, what looked like a very nice place and went there. It's amazing that immediately he, his brother left. God called him and said, come, I'm going to bless you. And God should. And did God not bless him? You see, sometimes we think it is where I am. It is who surrounds me. It is what I know. It has nothing to do with it. If you come into this relationship, you carry the blessing. Doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter where you are with. Doesn't matter the situations that surround you. The blessings will manifest. It will. Abraham got into another situation. 
there was famine and then he went to Egypt. And he thought to himself, ah, this is my beautiful wife. If they see her, they'll just kill me and take the, my wife. So he told his wife, when you get there, tell them you're my sister. The woman says, okay, whatever you say. They got there. And of course, what he feared happened, Abby. They saw his wife and said, ah, this woman is beautiful. They took his wife. They didn't need to fight. They didn't need to quarrel. What happened? God showed up and sent disease to the household. Ah, and they said, eh, what is happening? Go and give that man back his wife now. When we come into this relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ of blessedness, sometimes, you see, when, it's, when the scripture says the meek, the merciful, the peacemaker, God, Jesus knows what he's talking about. Oh. Because you think you need to fight for yourself. You know the generation we are in now, you have to speak up, speak for yourself, or else they will cheat you. Jesus says the meek, the merciful, the peacemaker. Why? Because the blessing is within and it will speak. God will look out for you. Even when nobody looks out for you, God will look out for you. And God looked out for Abraham. The man didn't have a choice. In fact, when he was returning his wife to him, did he return it alone with presence and with a big apology? So that's what God talks about when he says, blessedness. So what are the signs you will see in your life and you will know that I am blessed? The first one will be that you have a relationship with Christ. Please, if you don't have it, people say, Look, I'm so blessed to have a nice home. Mm. I'm so blessed to be working in a multinational company. You know, we use those words like that. Oh, I'm so blessed to Yes, but that is not the blessing. The blessing is that you have a relationship with Christ. That's the blessing. Psalm 112 verse 1 says, Blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in his commandment. It is those who fear the Lord that are blessed, not just anybody. What other sign will you know that I am blessed? If you are living a holy and a consecrated life, that is all that is in me, I have given unto the Lord, nothing more. Then you can call yourself unblessed. Because that's one of the things Jesus said when he talked about those who are blessed. He said those who hunger and thirst for what? Righteousness. is a sign of being blessed. If you always hunger and thirst for righteousness, I want to always live right. I'm not living a life of compromise. I always liking to be with sin and dancing around sin. Jesus said, then you can know that you are blessed. What other things can I see in my life and I can say, yes, I'm blessed. When I can hear God. Jesus said in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. You know, over this weekend, we had a beautiful talk on that fact that hearing God's voice is so important. Because when you hear the voice of your master, then you are able to walk aright. You are able to make the right choices. When you are not listening to yourself and listening to people around you, when you hear God's voice, 
you hear his voice through the scriptures. You hear his voice as the Holy Spirit speaks to you. You hear his voice when you receive wise counsel from believers. The ability to hear God's voice and to, neither does it tempt anyone with sin because he himself is not tempted. When I know that I have the ability to say no to self and to sin. What other things do I know? When I begin to know that I'm a joint here with Jesus so that everything that Jesus has access to, I also do. Is it not? Then I'm blessed. And then lastly, when I know that I'm more than conquerors. Because that's what the Bible says I am. Now, when we look at all these blessings, can you compare this with any earthly blessing? Are they comparable? They are not. I can have all the money in the world, but I can have issues. Is it not true? I can have a beautiful house, but I can have issues. I can be very smart in school and have all the A grades, but I can have issues. But when I'm blessed, when I'm truly blessed, even though I have issues, they don't overwhelm me. They don't overcome me. Because I know what? I'm more than conquerors. And that's what the scripture tells us. Matthew 6, 33. It says, seek ye first what? The kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And all these things will be what? Be added unto you. That's what the scripture is telling us. You know? So what are we saying this morning? Every one of us needs to enter into this state of being blessed. But the only way you and I can enter is to come through the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know if you are here this morning and you are just thinking, I want to be blessed. I want to know what it means and feels like to be blessed like Abraham. To always have God with me. Today, the things week is your opportunity. As we bow our heads to pray this morning, I want you to talk to God. You are sitting here, you are at home, or you are downstairs, and you are saying to yourself, I want to be blessed. I want to be blessed. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Maybe you want to come to Jesus this morning and say, I want to enter this life of blessedness so that I can be blessed. Wherever you are sitting in the hall upstairs or, the, or in the penal downstairs or at home, I just want you to raise your hand. Somebody would like to pray with you. Somebody would like to help you to take that decision. You want to be blessed. We have talked about the things that will make you know that you are a blessed person. Wherever you are this morning, I'd like to pray with you. I'd like to pray with you so that you begin to experience that blessedness. Wherever you are, you're upstairs, you're downstairs, just raise your hand. Somebody would like to pray with you. Whether you're downstairs, somebody would like to pray with you. Whether you're downstairs or you're upstairs, thank you. For those who are raising their hands, thank you. Thank you. Somebody would like to pray with you. 
those who are downstairs, somebody is also downstairs, they would like to pray with you. And if you are at home, if you are at home, just text forgiven to what will be shown on the screen now. And somebody will contact you. Just text forgiven. Somebody will contact you. Somebody will contact you. And for those of us who are here, you're giving your life to Christ and you want to live a blessed life. You can also talk to God. Jesus has told us what it means to be blessed. You've given your life, but you have not given your all. If you're still one leg in, one leg out, talk to the Lord this morning. I want to enter this type of life where I'm blessed in the city, in the I also want to be blessed. I want to live a blessed life where everything about me is about God and that he takes care of everything that concerns me. Thank you, Father. We bless you this morning. We give you praise. We thank you because you have called us into a blessed life. You have called us into a life of godliness. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you this morning. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for our greetings. We thank you for the things that you have done this morning and you continue to do. Have your way this morning continuously in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.